hello everybody. Welcome to the Anything Could Be a Podcast podcast. Please do me a favor, join the mailing list. Join the mailing list. That was a weird affected accent. Join the mailing list uh, by emailing johnhastingspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much. Check out comedy dates at my website, johnhastingscomedy.com. If you liked the live versions of the show that we record at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, like the first 16 episodes, um, do you have a venue? Do you have a living room? Do you have a, a crawl space where I won't be murdered because you're a serial killer? Um, then email that website. Email that email, johnhastingscomedy um, at gmail.com, and we're going to set up a show. Listen, guys, I'm liking doing these episodes uh, un unliving, unlive, but I really like the live ones. I think there's an energy to it. I think it's a bit more interesting, so here's what we're going to do. If you have a living room, you have four friends or above, you have um, a pub, you have anything, you set it up, four friends and above, I'll bring the gear, I'll come do the show. Um, All that I ask is that um, we work out something at travel, so I'm not like losing travel money, but besides that, I don't want your money. Um, You know what, fuck it, and it may not even happen, if I can route it with a gig, then fuck it. Then we'll fucking make it happen, Captain. And we're gonna fucking giggle a wiggle diggle, a giggle a wiggle diggle. What does that mean? Sounds like something like a scat man would say. Scat man, giggle a wiggle diggle. Oh, I don't like that at all. How about you giggle a wiggle diggle? My friend, my flatmate Andrea, one of her friends was on Tinder, and a guy asked the girl who was on Tinder, "Are you on your period? Because I like to fucking blood." Ugh. And that makes me feel more uncomfortable than a giggle a wiggle diggle. Do you want a giggle a wiggle diggle? Anyway, um, so yeah, that's the deal. Do all those things. Um, the ramp up to the show is, is quite long today. I feel like we're doing uh, the Joe Rogan experience, right, guys? Here's the jingle. <laughs> This is the John Hastings Anything Can Be a Podcast podcast. Please welcome John Hastings. All right, let's talk about Noah Ritter. We all know Noah Ritter. He's the apparently kid uh, from the news thing. He, he's very cute. My girlfriend finds him fucking enamoring as shit. I think he's just a cool five-year-old that's aware of himself and... Um, and digs it. My problem is this. He's being fucking exploited. Why is this kid being put on... Ki- I, where are his parents, first of all? He's on the Ellen Show. He's with his grandfather. And I occasionally go against my left-wing values. I, I I turn my back away from the hummus... The hummus dipping set. And I go stand for a brief moment. With a peanut butter and jelly on not rye, white bread. Because it's American set. Yes. The right wing wackos. Because I, I do get a little concerned. Because listen, the grandfather loves him. You can see it in the grandfather's eyes. The grandfather's proud of him. All that sort of stuff. But he is hinting at a mother and a boyfriend. And I just... that. Where is that, where is that parent? You know what I'm saying? Like, why isn't she even in the limelight? You know what I mean? Like, I'm just afraid that she's in the back. She's already got a Gucci jacket on. She's calling herself, well, I'm Noah's manager. 
do you want to speak to Noah that way? And I just want to be like, the kid's five and he was fucking charming on the news. Leave him the fuck alone. Let him make some money so he can pay for fucking university because you're probably some trash bag from Pennsylvania. And yet, Pennsylvania, I'm going after you. Not just because the Steelers are there. Not just because Ben Roethlisberger is a rapist. But because you definitely have that kind of person who sees fame not as something that is, is, is discovered and, ooh, what luck we have, but something that can be taken and you can manipulate your wee little boy Noah from being this ginger delight, this, oh, I'm so cute and I think I'm a dinosaur to he's on coke by the time he's eight you know this is the new Corey feldman he's gonna be on a reality show in 16 years it's called uh bet you didn't know uh oh it's gonna be awful and it's gonna be your fault but that being said grandfather looks fucking like he's doing a great job i just really hope the mother is not in the back room pretending to be a manager um do you know what Noah likes? Noah likes not those kind of dinosaurs. I just actually want to hug mom. Um, do you know? I just, it makes me concerned. And John, are you playing up your own ideals of being abandoned possibly by one of your parents? Well, never really abandoned. Uh, my um, mom and papa had a couple of wilderness years there, but uh, uh, we're back and better than ever. And by better than ever, I mean, uh, you know, emails, occasional phone calls. Going to introduce him to my gal pal. End of the month. Uh always nerve-wracking for other people the parents meeting the girlfriend or boyfriend i never really get that bothered by it i was about to pretend i was but i was like i couldn't even keep that going you know what i mean like i was gonna try like yeah i get nervous you know but i, I it, it just doesn't phase me because in the end it's just, oh, you're just two people in my life hopefully you guys get along if you don't well i only have sex with one of you and the other one, I hope, that doesn't even know what that word is. So I just will see you guys at different aspects of my life. And, um, yeah, fucking keep it going. Rock it. Rocket it up. I, um, I had a point about Noah Ritter that I think I got to. But I never know what this... Because doing it live, you can get the reaction of the audience. But doing it, like, straight on like this, I, I kind of forget what I'm talking about. I'm like, are right, you want to talk about Noah Ritter? I'm like, yep, talked about that. Good. And yeah, you're talking about the parents thing, and now you're just sort of staring into the middle distance, mumbling, you know what I mean? Like, I'm about to start speaking in tongues. Also, can I say, you know what I mean, one more fucking time? Do you know what I mean? Yes, we do. Oh, okay. Just checking. Just wanted to clarify if you knew what I meant. I wasn't sure if you did. I was hoping you knew what I meant. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. So we, uh, we have a few themes here on the show. That's what we'll talk about now. Uh, and the, one of them is that I like wrestling and the audience doesn't like me talking about it. There's no audience here, but those of you out there listening, you can now skip forward through this part. I'm going to try and make it about seven minutes, but it could be three minutes. And by that, I mean you won't be able to skip it. You're going to have to sit through. So Sean O'Hare died. Um, Sean O'Hare, you may know, as part of the Natural Born Thrillers, one of the worst factions in the history of professional wrestling, created at the end of WCW. John, what's WCW? WCW was the um, rival organization, rival company to the WWE, WWF at the time during the Attitude Era, also known as the 90s and early 2000s, the uh, WCW, which I actually preferred. I thought the um, wrestling was a bit more high impact, and the... Um, 
lower card matches actually told more of a story. As you watch professional wrestling now, you'll notice there is uh, a lack of uh, emphasis put on the uh, uh, athletic abilities and more of an emphasis put on the long track storylines. Although that leads to a lot of uninteresting characters and uh, a lot of times when uh, people seem uh, unenthused due to the fact that uh, injuries occur. So wrestlers are changed around constantly thinking that the uh, product itself is selling it and not the individuals. It's a mistake often made by... Um, uh, large companies doing creative things because they believe that their brand is important, not the individual brands of the performer. They bring everything forward. Oh, did you hear that? It is the sound of people actually going, I'm going to listen to Adam Carolla. Well, listen, don't do it. Stick with me. It, it, it is a, it's a big problem, and it's overarching in a lot of artistic pursuits. Is a lot of people actually truly believe that the, the brand of an organization is what sells the tickets, i.e., um, a comedy club is what's bringing people in the door, not the individual comedians in that. To this point, I say, yes, the comedians or comedians, not the comedians, but the comedians need people to um, um, be in the room, but they will find those people. Comedy clubs need the comedians. They cannot do it without them. Um, Lord knows they've tried. Lord fucking knows they've tried. And how did it fucking turn out for you? Not fucking good, I bet. Yeah. Hit you. Hit you with that shit. Anyway, uh, so Sean O'Harry was part of the Natural Born Killers. They were in the WCW. WCW folded around um, uh, 2002? 2002. I'm going to say 2002. 2001. Fuck. March 26, 2001. Huh, so definitely 2001. Anyway, he's part of Natural Born Thrillers. Uh, best known for having tattooed wrists. I don't really get... Actually, that's not true. I totally understand tattoos. I just say that I don't because I want to stop myself from getting tattoos. But God, do I want tattoos sometimes. And um, so I uh, don't have tattoos. But he had tattooed wrists. He was uh, in a tag team, I believe, with... Uh, what the fuck? Oh, God damn it. God damn it, what the fuck was the name of that guy? Um, okay, just think, 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 think. Okay, it was... Like, LaFonky? Yeah, O'Hare and LaFonky? Palumbo? No. Stasiak? No. Jindrak! Jindrak and O'Hare. Um... Jindrak and O'Hare was what they were called, which always sounded like a cartoon group. And, um, and they, uh, yeah, they were an interesting tag team. Big muscle bound guys came to the WWF, didn't really set the world on fire, although for a brief time he was, um, for some reason, uh, uh, like teamed with Roddy Piper. And Roddy Piper, for those who don't know, is the guy from They Live who says, I'm all out of, um, um, uh, I'm come here to kick ass and chew bubblegum, and I'm all out of bubblegum. Uh, also, just one of the greatest fucking partiers in the history of fucking wrestling. Uh, was once paid in cocaine in a spittoon in Costa Rica and didn't want to get caught smuggling it back. So he snorted it all and then lariated, which are uh, it's a clothesline, but it's done um, with full force. So when you say you took a lariat, it means you um, aren't faking it. You actually took a fucking guy hitting you with his arm on your face. And so, um, 
Yeah. An absolute wacko, and they teamed him with this guy for a little bit. He retired from pro wrestling in May 2004, um, although reunited with uh, Piper um, in uh, July of 2004 at the Ballpark Brawl Show, where O'Hare was Piper's hand-picked wrestler to face Jimmy Hart's hand-picked wrestler, Abyss. O'Hare defeated Abyss by disqualification, and O'Hare then went to work for Ultimate Pro Wrestling. Um... He then entered kickboxing July or December thirty first, two thousand four. Fought Eric Butterbean. Oh, Butterbean! For those of you who don't know who Butterbean is, he's a fat boxer who looks like the drawing of a monster baby. Um, and he uh, goes around and knocks people's out. And he tries to constantly get into the UFC, and they keep saying, "No, we are real athletes, and you're a man who can hit hard." Even though the last time you did a push up, it was to save the baby you had fallen on top of. Um, and he's just a horrible fucking athlete. And yeah, ridiculous. Anyway, Sean O'Hare is dead. Wrestlers die a lot. It's a lot of people have different theories. I have this theory. Um, they live in an uncontrollable circumstance. I am a comedian and I have a more controlled environment atmosphere than, um, wrestlers. Wrestlers only have one company to work for. They don't know how to, um, you know, make a. They don't know how to fulfill their dream if their dream has failed to, when they're with the WWE. It's got to be fucking heartbreaking. So, hearts and minds go out to Sean O'Hare. Uh, remember, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't like pro wrestling, that means you don't like love. Hey, uh, according to this, just as I woke up, had a very odd dream. Where I was being hunted by my ex-girlfriend and uh, hit in an ice cream shop. I always think it's important to uh, discuss your dreams because I always like it when my friends then look at me like I'm insane and try and offer up some sort of explanation that would explain the dream, even though they don't know what they're talking about. Do you ever have that friend? So it's just like, oh, you're dreaming about uh, uh, a bunch of um, uh, mice trying to eat your penis. Yeah. You're concerned about the future. What? What the fuck are you talking about? I'm concerned about the future. Yeah, yeah, you're, uh, you're unsure where the world will take you. The, what, what, what? I'm unsure where the world will take me. Yeah, yeah, you don't, uh, you can't see the forest through the trees. So, uh, how would you get on your knees? I think that was a bit of, uh, beautiful people. Yeah, I've been dreaming a lot about Marilyn Manson. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about the segmented episodes where it kind of goes in and out, in and out. I, um, I personally actually think it's okay. It's a little bit easier for my brain. Um, this is way harder for me than the live episodes because there's no energy in the room. It's just me laid, me lying, not me laid on me back. Cause my old timey surgeon, uh, lay on your back. Um, it's the hashtag for this week, by the way. Lay on your back. Hashtag E E L A Y O N Y E E B A C K. Lay on your back. And um, that's the one I won't be laying on my back when I'll be performing comedy at the uh, Comedy Central at the Baby Blue in Liverpool on Thursday, uh, Nottingham Glee Club on Friday. Nottingham Glee Club Saturday, or I'll be doing the Brendan Burns 
alternative comedy uh, commentary to Night of Champions on Sunday. You can't come watch it live, but you can see it over the internet. I'll have tweeted the link and all that sort of stuff out. Um, yeah. So let's talk about Liverpool. Ladies and gentlemen of Liverpool, let me say this about you and your society. I like the idea of Liverpool. It's a beautiful dockside place. Lots of music. Amazing people. My friend Nige, it's not his real name. He's a character. Um, literally, he's a character comedian. He's not like one of the. I'm not about to be like. He's a character, which by that I mean he sleeps uh, sleeps around and cheats on his wife. Um, I'll be on the show. He's a great, uh, great guy. Hopefully, with his um, uh, former Liverpool police officer uh, driver. He's a he doesn't drive, so he has this old old dude from Liverpool drives him around. Who's a cop? Now I love two things you get a like a gregarious old man i'm there forever because his stories are gonna beat yours because we're in england he's probably been in a war right there you're gonna get a good story but this guy was a cop in liverpool so i asked him some questions about the beatles because fuck they won't shut the fuck up about liverpool so i'm not gonna shut the fuck up about probably they won't shut the fuck up about the beatles so i'm not gonna shut the fuck up about the beatles and he said um oh i i pulled one over like what? Like yeah, I, I they were uh, unloading from the cam uh, the cavern and uh, pulled him over. They oh hello, we're the Beatles, and uh, I was like, well, how famous are they? Well, they just come back from America, and they were trying uh, trying. They were just, like drinking at the cavern. So like the drinking and driving. He's like, oh well, that wasn't really a law then. God, the sixties were great. Um, and then uh, I said, can I have an autograph? And they said, uh, oh, okay. And then we all bought tea together. What a delightful story. So yeah, come to those shows. Go to the website, check out dates. All that sort of stuff. Just watched this uh, documentary on J.D. Salinger. Fascinating. Old hermited man. Spent, uh... Most of his career really shunned fame. I find the idea of shunning fame a very interesting idea because I think that every human being would like the positive aspects of fame and every human being would hate the negative aspects of fame. But you got to remember this. Famous people don't pay for anything. And also, J.D. Salinger was one of the most profitable authors ever, so can also afford to fucking, you know, live in a quiet hut in Cornish, New Hampshire. Anyway, the thing that I relate the most to J.D. Salinger is the idea that he focuses in on the... Uh, the work of it all. I think that that's very important for creative people, and I hate saying the phrase creative, but it's what I am, it's what we do. And um, I think that's exactly what it is, and I, I wanted to talk about that for a moment. I find that there's a lot of pressure with Noah Ritter, all of these sort of things. We're monetizing everything, especially now with the internet, podcasts, YouTube videos. Everyone's trying to become the next big thing by using these as vehicles, and I think that that's going to kill them as vehicles for interesting and creative work. Uh, again, this is it's me talking to a microphone is not the most original idea, but we got some stuff coming up for the other live show, so please stay tuned for that. And I and I just wanted to advocate for a moment. Stop, stop trying to chase it. You know what I'm saying? Work towards a goal, work towards something, but don't just try and chase it. You see these people working like fucking dogs towards something and they're putting too much pressure on it they're putting too much pressure on their on their goal and it's and it's gonna fucking it's gonna fucking destroy them 
Which, by the way, for me to say that is like the pot calling the kettle black. Because, good God, do I love a little workaholism. God, I like to work a little too much. A little too hard. A little too quick. A little too fast. I work like I have sex. Fast, often, and with rage. And then I have sex with the emotion rage. You know, like the, the embodiment of the anger that is rare. Did you see what I did there? What rare? It's the angry cat. I'm an angry cat. Are you a cat that's angry? It's where the the cat became the sexy the sexy animal. You know what I mean? Like the dog. You couldn't be able to like come into my bed. Woof. Although I would, I'd fuck that girl. If a girl was just like, see that co- uh, that couch cushion that couch cushion. All right, I don't know why we're having sex on a couch cushion. Either way, take me on it. Ruff. And I go, ooh, all right, madam. But a cat is just like, how about you come over here? You want to watch me uh, dig around in some sand so I can hide my dung? Oh, do I ever. Rare. Um, yeah, I'm just not a cat person, I guess. But you're probably a fucking... Are you a ferret person? Remember that in the 90s? Ferret people? Whenever I see ferrets, there was a kid in my elementary school. He had a pet ferret. And uh, his parents... And his uh, sister all died in an explosion. His uh, mom's boyfriend was playing around with the lawnmower near some black gasoline and blew up the house. I don't know if that's exactly true, but that's what I remember being the explanation. Really fucked up. I found out because some secretaries were discussing it when I was in the office, so they didn't realize I was stood there on that weird desk they have at every office in uh, schools. In North America, I, by the way, picture schools in uh, the UK just being, like, these, like, really old, ornate, like, gentleman schools. And I've actually went and performed at a school. It was not. People were getting t- uh, loaded. It was awesome. Last day of school. They were tipping back beers. Got a bunch of free pizza. It was awesome. Great gig, too. Um, yeah. I, I, that gig might be hypothetical, because I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about the fact they were getting drunk. Either way, you can't prove that if I'm not lying or not. That was a joke! That was a joke! Ruff. I, uh... The first request to do a podcast in someone's house, by the way. So, uh, anyone else looking to do that, please email John Hastings podcast at gmail.com Um... Does anyone else realized that they think that the American media came up with the term ISIS and that the Islamic State terrorist militia that's terrorizing journalists and most of the population of those regions uh, didn't decide, hey, let's go and go with a really evil anagram for our organization. I, what I pisses me off is it took me this long to figure that out. I didn't clue in for quite some time, which is just like, come on, man. ISIS? You really think that a couple of guys named Muhammad were like, oh, let's go, let's ISIS. I don't know what accent that is. But no, it's an American media ploy, and it's just fucking heartbreaking. It's so fucking awful. What a weird week it's been. Evidently, if you're um, related to anyone in the National Football League in America, just duck, because you're going to get hit. Uh, Ray Rice uh, decked his wife in an elevator. Adrian Peterson sends his son out to get a switch. Which is worse? I think they're both pretty bad, but I'm gonna I'm gonna slightly tip it to uh, Rice because it was a punch. 
and I'm going to say Adrian Peterson, I'm going to be old school and make your kid go outside and decide which stick he's going to use um, when uh, he gets disciplined by your roided up arm. This is why I get upset when people are like, oh, it's just traditional discipline. Go, having the child go select the stick, that's not going to scar them? No, that happened to me and I'm fine. Oh, really? Did it? You're beating a kid, you fucking idiot. Oh, my God. The world's fucking logic is so fucking dumb and skewed at times. It just drives me right up the wall. Because you can see that no one is coming down on the side of Raymond Rice and Adrian Peterson, but a few people fucking want to. I know that they're out there, but fuck them. They should be fired from the NFL. But what they were doing in their own personal homes, isn't that something that you advocate? It's their own personal freedoms? No, with their bodies. They were doing it to someone else. They were doing it to someone else in their family. And it was a situation where... How do you think... you think it's the first time? You think it's the first time? Oh, you think it's the first time and they both got caught? No, you fucking moron. It's been happening forever. And this is the first time they got caught. Ergo... I think it should uh, should end. Uh, they're f- football crew. They got enough money. At least a year off. And major psychiatric uh, analysis... Uh, and Raymond uh, Rice's wife. Is that his name? I think it's Ray Weiss. Yeah, Ray, Ray Rice. Not Ray Weiss. Who's Ray Weiss? I don't know, John. Maybe he's the policeman who pulled over the Beatles. Um, it's just absolutely deploring. Um, the owner's not acting quicker. And it's obvious they knew everything for fuck's sake. Bill Belichick, more than likely, covered up for a murderer named Aaron Hernandez because the guy was fucking getting yads. They just really don't give a fuck. It's the last bastion of the truly evil white man is the National Football League. Apologizing for the yawnings, but I'm recording this this morning. I'm still in bed, shirtless, ooh, in my corpulent stage. Uh, got on late last night, big gig in Coventry. Shout out to Russ Mulligan, I think was his name. Uh, great fucking gig in Coventry. Had a great time. New material coming along swimmingly. Got a joke about starting a war in Estonia. Got a joke about uh, some great advice you could. I, uh, I took. So come check me out at a show. Uh, the dates are on the website, John. He's like, hey, hey, hey. All right. Well, um, I don't know how much time this has been because I've been doing this show in segments, but I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna post this right now so I can still make the deadline. Um, we've talked a lot about Noah Ritter. I've been upset about the National Football League, really, because you know that there's people out there that are like, oh, well, I hit my wife. Do you? You're really gonna be cool with that? It's a human being. I know you don't think women are of equal matter, but I happen to. And I also got some news for you. I hope to God that that woman finds Ray Rice's steroid stash and she just eats all of it. And then when he wakes up one day, all the steroids have gone to one of her arms and she just decks him hard, breaks his stupid smug fucking nose. Fuck, I hate that. Fucking National Football League players, when they go wrong, they go so wrong. Just it's not like, uh, got a bit drunk. It's like, oh, I raped 11 women. When? Oh, last night. My dick <sighs> looks like a sausage that's been covered in blood and tears. Oh! Bad fucking form, Hastings. Bad form. Remember Hook? That was a great movie. All right. Let's, uh, let's call this thing a fucking ramp, shall we? All right. For, uh, Ray Rice and Adrian Peterson and, uh, the concept of violating someone's personal space. Uh, so that you can feel like a man and get a boner, because it's probably the only way those two fucking pieces of shit could. Yeah, that's right. The only way you guys can get sexual arousal is if you hit a child or a woman. How's that feel, Peterson? 
I know you're listening. Oh, you're so angry right now. Well, guess where I am? I'm in England where your fame won't fucking help you. That's right. They play real football over here, fuckface. Oh, that's really ticked him off. Someone, if you are close to Adrian Peterson, please play that for him. Please play it. I don't care. My life is worth losing. As long as that fucking crew cut having piece of shit knows. I got his number. Alright, this has been the Anything Can Be A Podcast podcast. We're still working on getting live shows back up and running. If you have a venue, if you have a front room, if you have a closet, I will come perform in it. Just email johnhastingspodcast at gmail.com. How about you mention the, your email one more time, John? Oh, maybe I will. This has been the John Hastings Anything Can Be A Podcast podcast. Learn more about John, go to johnhastingscomedy.com. Goodbye.